What up, nerds? This is Ritz P. Just want to let you know that uh, it's been a while since we've been here. But also, we had a little technical difficulties at the end of this episode. So you get the whole episode, but the last four minutes, my mic went out. So this will abruptly end. <laughs> but we did, it took us so long to get to this episode, we didn't want to have to re-record it since it got the you know meat of it. So enjoy episode 131. Hey nerds, welcome to episode 131. Oh my god, of the nerd out. It is late August. I am Lisa. I'm Ritz P. We're girls, we nerd out, and we know it's been a while. We'll get to that in a second. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you can email us, info at thenerdout.com, if you want to do that. We also have a website, thenerdout.com. Um, yeah, it's us. We're here. I'm sure you missed us. Yeah. I'm hoping. I mean, who's to say? I don't hope. I just know. <laughs> um, would you like to tell our listeners what your beloved child said about our recording schedule? He said, uh, what? The nerd out? And then he looked it up. He's like, you guys haven't recorded since April something. People are going to think that you're dead. We're not dead. We're not. We're here. <laughs> We're here. We're here. We're here. It's just, it's been a lot, you guys. I think that um, the last time that we recorded, I had just moved to Baker City, Oregon, where I have now been for a few months. And um, not going to lie, the first month and a half or so were very difficult from a mental health perspective. So um, I was just not in the mood to talk to anybody about anything or watch anything or do anything. So there was that. And, um, we've just been really busy. And, um, also if, if you don't know this any better, Ritzy has another podcast that she's been working on. So if you miss her, you can catch her there. Thank you. You want to give a little plug right here? Yeah. Uh, go to word to your mama.com or at all socials at, um, at W T Y M A M A. No, am, am I spelling that right? W T Y M A M A. Yeah. There you go. There it is. There it is. There, <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Yeah. And make sure if you haven't listened to T.I.'s episode, that's a good way to start. Thank you. I appreciate that. That is a good I go. I've listened to that a couple of times because it makes me laugh. (laughs) It makes it makes me laugh. And I have I I watched a little video snippet of the big reveal. And um, (laughs) let me just say that we were driving. It, it was a rare it was a rare case that mama bear, papa bear and baby bear were all in the car. Right. Because it's a pandemic. So there. But we had to go to he was going to go see the orthodontist and we wanted to both be present mm. to get the news. And mm-hmm. uh, we were driving and I had like this playlist on. And then um, George Benson came on, <laughs> came on. We were laughing. I was like, George Benson, is he related to Jerome Benson? <laughs> if you've heard the episode you understand yeah you'll, um, yeah and then on my end too it's been mental health as well i mean it's been busy but also fucking mental health and i didn't have the bandwidth we just didn't have the time we were just you know you know what we're doing ti we were self-caring we were, we were self-caring taking, we were self-caring man that's what yeah. we were doing yeah i've been uh i've been self-caring here's another question um before we get into the good stuff does anybody want a cat not my cat (laughs) but the neighbors the crazy neighbors i could do an entire podcast about the fucking neighbors i I shit you not um and maybe we will at the end if we have some extra time and feel like it yes uh they have um four young cats that i don't think that they feed at all and so they started like coming over here and they have like dogs and lots of crazy rowdy children and so the cats were like hi we're gonna hang out in your yard so there's the four younger cats teenagers then there's the older gray tom cat who's not fixed and none of the younger ones are fixed and um they don't have names or anything i i asked one of the kids i was like do you what are the names of your cats they're like they don't have names like <laughs> oh okay and um then about a month and a half ago there was like a little calico cat that showed up but that one doesn't get close to us and then like a week ago a week and a half ago there were these two like albino siamese cats that showed oh. up and i asked one of the kids i was like are these all your cats and they were like yeah so it's like four, five, six, seven, eight. You have eight cats, oh, none of whom are fixed. Ugh. 
And so we, I have been abducting them one by one and taking them to go get fixed and get their vaccinations <laughs> and all of that. You're, you're the cat savior. Yeah. And I'm a little nervous about like what happens during the winter and what if we're not here? So it's been a whole thing. Does anybody need a cat? These are really nice cats. <laughs> and yeah. do you live in Oregon? Do you live anywhere near? Oh, I don't care. West coast. I'll drive them to you. <laughs> You know what? You know what they would also be for the right owner. They would be excellent barn cats because they're used to being outside. They do like mm. to come inside, but they're happy being outside. And if you grabbed a couple of them, they are like mousers. They bring us mice all the time. That's really delightful. <laughs> but they are like they're they would be great mousers. Like, and these cats are so hungry. They chase and eat grasshoppers. Like, whoa, yeah. And sometimes they bring us dead grasshoppers because they're cute. But yeah, if anybody needs a cat, let me know. Wow. I'm trying to convince Ranger Ted that we should keep at least one of them. But how do you pick? How do you pick? How it's Sophie's choice Sophie's over choice. here. Yeah. And just when I think that I know, then like I just took one of the boys and got him fixed. And he had to stay. He lived in our bathroom for 48 hours so that we could make sure he was okay before turning him out. Yeah. And he was like, he's normally really skittish, but he was like, hi, I want to sit in your lap. I want to like roll around and I want you to pet me. And he I want to head the deal. You. He's into the game. Yeah. He's yeah. into the And game. I'm like, now this is the cat I like. So <laughs> it's really, it's been really hard. Somebody help a sister out. <laughs> Call 1-800, the nerd out and uh, <laughs> get a cat. I'll bring it to you. I'll bring it to you and I'll take you out to dinner. Wow. Yep. All the way from or Baker City, Oregon. Outside, oh, no. double masked. Outside, Only double if masked you're vaxxed. Yeah. These cats are not going to unvaxed, motherfuckers. <laughs> and you better not be listening to us unvaxxed. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we'll wait. Hit pause. Go get yourself vaxxed and come back here because yeah. I don't care what excuse you have. No. Come on. Come get on. your shit together. Please. <sighs> so um, before we dive into more nerd stuff, I just want to nerd out about food. I'm a Do food it. I'm a food nerd, as I think we've touched on many times. Ritzy is too. Um, I found the most amazing thing. It's a brand called Omsom, O-M-S-O-M. Okay. Women create, female created, female owned and operated business. Two sisters, mm. the fam sisters. Um, they are Vietnamese Americans. Mm. And they have a collection of what they call starters. They are, and you're going to hear crinkling over here as I pull this out and I'm going to show it to Ritzy because she's on camera. They have these little packets. Mm. Love the packaging. That, that are, yeah, the packaging is great. Yeah. Um, and they have little packets. You can get, I got the variety pack, which has like a yuzu misoyaki, mm. um, like really good for salmon or chicken. Um, and it's like you smear it all over the fish and you bake it and then they give you recommendations on sides to make. And that's all well and good. I can do Japanese food kind of okay on my own. But they have like a bulgogi mix mm. and a lemongrass barbecue mix yes. and a larb mix. Larb. 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 Funny name, but if you know, you know. You know. And like, look, I'll tell you, I'm never going to be able to make like larb in Baker City, and I would probably never want to go buy all of those specialty spices that all I would ever use it for is larb anyway. Yeah. So I am here to tell you, Omsom, O-M-S-O-M, get the variety pack. It's all like ingredients that you know what the hell they are. Um, like, oh, red miso, okay, sea salt, okay, white miso, okay, like <laughs> not like weird crap. And yeah, it's good. Nice. Good shit. So I highly recommend I am making the bulgogi tonight. Ooh, let us know how that goes. I will. The larb was so crazy good. I just mm. Mm, made it and with some chicken. From, and this is coming from two people that lived in L.A. for a long ass time, which has the biggest population of Thai people outside of Thai. So we know Thai food. Yeah, we I know, know Thai good food. larb. I have it's better larb than I've had in some restaurants for sure that's that's huge that's huge yeah. so highly recommend it if anybody's like huh I like Asian food but for some reason maybe I don't have proximity to a particular type of food that I like here's your thing oh that's they have, them, they have uh they have like a Southeast Asia they have um, I think that they're next up, they're going to be doing more Indian, but there's like a lot of Chinese, Vietnamese, Thai, Japanese, like it was really good stuff. Mm. 
And also just thinking about what you're saying, how you don't, you're not in close proximity of this goodness. So you have to get this stuff and make it yourself. Yeah. Sun noodles. Sun noodles? From Hawaii. I think you can order directly from them. Their meat, their ramen kits are, their artisanal ramen kits, they are fucking delicious. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking this up right here. Yeah. Sun Noodle. Sun Noodle, the ramen kits. They have a Look spicy at this packaging. one. Yeah, this and the packaging, packaging is, great. is great. The noodles are fantastic. I bought them just for the noodles, but I keep the spicy because I make my, like, you know, vegetarian, you know, broth base. And then I was like, let's taste this spicy, you know, because it would be too spicy for us. So I was like, let's taste this spicy shit. Um, fucking delicious. I put it on pizza. I put it on everything. Rice. Like, oh, yeah. it's so good. And they have a miso one, but I haven't been able to try because I've, I've been ordering. The, the I found out about it via uh, Whole Foods. Okay. The delivery. So I was like, oh, they have a website that got miso that you could buy just noodles. Da, 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 da. Get your ramen fix, T.I. Look at this. They have a Momofuku sun noodle kit. Yep. For spicy Korean noodles? Holy shit. I'm totally buying this. Yes. You're um, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, while we're at it, a plug for one more thing. Yeah. I have I have a new hot sauce brand that I'm really into. I went to Hawaii, like, two years ago for my cousin's wedding, and I grabbed some hot sauces from this cute little store and was like, I don't know, whatever. How bad could it be? It looked, it's The packaging is nice. From a company called Kauai Juice Company. <laughs> And, um, they, and I was kind of into it cause it's like organic, everything from the islands. Mm. Um, and so I have been buying like different bottles of their stuff. And also I gave them to somebody as a gift, but they do, they have something called, um, chili pepper water, which is like, it's like a pretty mild hot sauce that everybody in Hawaii just has on their table. It's like, you know, your kind of go-to condiment mm. as well as like hot sauce, hot sauces, all of this shit is so good. Mm. I'm going to put links to all of these things yes. on the nerdout.com. So yes. you guys can find it and buy it and eat with us. Yeah. And because she does that, it will also show up in the show notes, wherever you listen. And just FYI kids, Spotify is hip to the game. And now they have clickable links in the, in the notes. Oh. So now if you listen to Spotify, boom, click on the, on the links. For all this goodness. I need to start listening to Spotify because with the update to podcasts, I find the app on like the Apple app virtually unusable. Mm -mm -mm. It's like, is it downloaded? Is it saved? Why do I like it used to be um, in order of newest to oldest uh -huh. when it's listed out. Now it's oldest to newest. And it's you like have to you, change have to... Your, you have to change your settings for each podcast. For each podcast. You can't yeah. change your settings for all of them. I've got like 25 podcasts here. I know. You I have know. to go it's in here okay. and change it. You have to say that like, oh, I want it to be removed from my downloads after I play it. And you have to mark it as played in order to remove it. And you can't like cure it. You're li like the whole thing is so fucking stupid. I'm so angry. Yeah. I need to start going on to Spotify. <laughs> Fuck you, Apple. First they did it with iTunes. Now they're doing it with podcasts. Yeah. They're fucking up their shit. And, and yeah. Spotify is killing the game. Um, and they have a lot of uh, Spotify exclusive. They've taken some podcasts that I listen to on the Apple app, and now they're exclusively on Spotify because they gave them that money. And so now I can only listen to them on Spotify, like Brennan Browns, like Armchair Experts. Huh. Yeah. That would make sense. Okay. Now I know why I haven't been seeing new versions of some podcasts. There you yeah, go. Because they got right they got that money and they're all right exclusively there. on Spotify. Um okay, let's let's get into it. Let's get into yeah, let's the get money into makers it. of yeah. TV. What are we talking about? <clears throat> it's been a long time. So I was like, let's just do more recent shit, I guess. Yeah, like, what the fuck have I been watching? Um, one thing that I see on your list of things that you've been watching that I, too, have been watching, and I feel like at this time in American and world history, it is a great uniter, and that is Ted Lasso. Yes. Ted Lasso. Yeah. How can you not enjoy Ted Lasso? If you haven't watched it yet, kids, you've heard about how great it is. It's beyond a, a football show. 
football as in soccer. Soccer is mm-hmm. life. It's mm-hmm. beyond, beyond <laughs> that. It is the hug that you need during yeah. these times. Yeah, it really is. And it's I, like when I first heard people talking about it, I was like, I don't know. Sounds kind of cutesy to me. And like it was a little Bitch. jaded. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I watched it, I was like, no, it's yeah. not cutesy. It's just pure. It's so great. And the last couple episodes, the Christmas episode was so good. And then the more recent one was so great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, how are they going to continue this goodness? How are they going to hug me again with season two? Yeah. And here they are. Here it's they a are. weekly hug. Still hugging. And and feel goods and, and especially if you're in our age bracket, the little you catch them because they yeah. go quick and you're just like, oh, yeah, those are our gems. Jokes. Yep. that's for us. That's for us. So Ted Lasso. And one thing, too, a little piece of trivia that I just learned recently that I think is so interesting. Um one of the writers on the show who like the, as they were wrapping up writing, they were into casting and he was one of the lead writers on the show. And on the last, on his last day, he like handed the, one of the producers, he was like, Hey, I did an audition. I don't know. Just check it out. And it was Roy Kent. <gasps> no way. He was the writer. Uh huh. He was one of the writers on the show. I love him. And just so as a fluke. Much. Just as a fluke. And like, I can just imagine like, as you're like, maybe he was writing him and he was like, the only person who can play this is me. Yeah. What's his yeah. name? Brett. Um, he's here. He's know. there. He's every fucking where. Roy Kent. <laughs> Roy. Brett Goldstein. Um, is that who plays him? No. Yeah. Brett Goldstein. That's I was going to say, he looks he looks a lot like an ex-boyfriend of mine, also Jewish and hot. Mm, he's hot. He's fine. Yeah. yeah, he's a fine looking dude. He's only and 41. Yeah. He's and fine. Yeah. And he was he was a writer. And then he was like, I don't know, guys, maybe maybe here's my audition tape. And boom. So good. I know. Isn't that great? I love that. He's so great. Um, I will tell you the one thing that I don't like, and um, this has been a topic of conversation in the house, is what feels like the inevitability of two characters coming together at some point in a romantic situation that I do not want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. It's going to mess up. You saw this week. Uh, the most recent one. Yes. Yeah, you saw. Okay. Yeah. Because you thought it was someone else. Um, I don't know. Maybe we're going to have to discuss this. Offline. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was someone else. And then this week I was like, oh shit, it's not who I thought it was. It is someone else. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe we, maybe we have, uh, I don't know if you, if you have been, if you watched the latest one. I, yeah, I, I thought that I had, but maybe I hadn't. I don't know. Yeah. I'll double check before I say shit to you. So I don't fuck it up. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, so, uh, yeah. Okay. Ted Lasso. What else are you watching? Before. I'll try to find the link and send it to you. I don't know if I send it to you because I don't know if you were watching at the time. But I think it was on maybe Good Morning America. Um, what's his name? The Ted Lasso, the guy who created it. Uh, <laughs> Why can't I think of his name right now? Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. And yeah. the the actor that plays his sidekick who also writes with him. For yes, yes. Uh-huh. The, you know, and stuff. So... They were on Good Morning America and they were talking about it was like going to launch the second season, blah, 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 blah. Then they had a little surprise from his basketball coach that Ted Lasso's kind of loosely based on. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you have to watch that. Super cute. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So apart from that, what yes. else you want to Lately. Well, this wasn't recent, but it was good enough for me to put on this list. And it was, I, I was introduced to this by 
uh, Supernatural Bear's grandfather, who is actually my best, one of my best friends, her dad. He had me watch while we were up there and with the E on Netflix. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'll just humor this guy. He's like, no, no, it's really good. And it's a period piece. And I was like, it was, it's based on Anne of Green Gables, which I never read. And I was never into. And I would always see the promo on Netflix. And I was like, mm, redhead girl, da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, piece. yeah. Yeah, whatever. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think it's a period piece, but I don't think I'll get into it. He made me watch the first episode. He's like, they're kind of long, but it's really good. He's like, I was just watching it with my wife just because. He's like, but then I got into it. Um, I got into it. I have not cried tears of joy and tears of sadness so much. I am bummed there's not a second season. You would love this. It's like wow. Ted Lasso, a grim Ted Lasso, but a girl. Anne of Green Gables in another <laughs> time period. It is. It is. You're just like, yes. Oh my God. And then you're like, no. And then you're, it's, I cannot recommend it enough. If you're a teen, if you're okay, if you're in our age bracket, I think about it all the time. <laughs> like, I wonder what they're doing. What is happening? Where are they right now? Yeah. What, what are they doing? How is she doing? Huh, okay. Um, Anne of Green Gate. Uh, Anne with the E. Anne with an E. Anne with the E. It's on Netflix, and I, I recommend. Wow, that is, a rousing, uh, that is a rousing stamp of approval. Yeah, and it's a period piece as well. Yeah. Um, did, you watch, what, did you watch Loki? Yeah, totally. Okay. Of course, of course. Um, I, was a little late to the, I was a little late to the party, but I watched Loki. Interesting. I did not dislike it. I loved it. Yeah, it was. It was very strange in many ways to me. There were there were parts of it that I was like, mm, no. And there were parts of it that I was like, this couldn't be more perfect. So it was kind of it was kind of strange. Um, yeah, I still don't know really what to make of it. I'd love it because it was just so different in its own little thing. It was weird. I love that it was a, a woman director, a woman cinematographer, a woman um, costume designer. I loved that the end of Loki syncs with the end of WandaVision. There's, I mean, just the fucking, how everything comes together is so on point. Mm-hmm. I follow a couple of, or well, one main one, uh, a black creator on the Tip Top, which is TikTok, and he and then another another account that just gives you the breaks every episode down and then gives you little tidbits, and that's how I know that they synced up because they showed them syncing up the end of Loki and the end of Wandavision because that's all fucking happening at the same time. It is amazing, so. I nerd out on Loki and then boom. What? And then I also, that's why also I have to watch it on time or else I'm going to get spoilers on all of the yeah, interviews. Yeah. And then I love these little, did you know? And ah, uh, the best. Um, Who, who's the tip topper that you watch? Let me see if I can find while, while you're talking. And okay. then we'll put it in the. Okay. Yeah, because I I feel like I could use that. I really wanted to. Um, it's I could totally tell, and I'm sure that all of the TV shows are like this. But it totally was something that I was like, mm, I just I wish that I had like a big a pocket nerd sitting with me who knew more about this universe than me, yeah. who could be like, did you know that you know, and, and kind of break some stuff down um, to give me some added Easter eggs and background. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I uh, I liked it. I probably want to watch the last couple episodes again. It was um, one that I had to crank through when uh, my significant other was not about because he didn't get it and didn't care for it. Uh, so you got to you got to binge it. We had to wait. Yeah, no, I and I would be like, I would be watching it. You know, I would watch it like in 30 minute increments before he got home from the gym. Oh, 
And so I was like, I was kind of binging it, but then, and like, you know, he would go to the gym on like a, a Saturday morning that I wasn't feeling well, I think, or I was doing something later. And I was like, I'm just going to sit here and watch it. And I watched it for like three hours and I was like, <laughs> yes. So it was either like 30 minutes, 15 minutes, three hours, three hours, extremes. Um, the, the creator, his name is straw hat goofy. So straw underscore hat underscore goofy okay yeah and it's great because i've been watching him for the past maybe almost a year and he started on tip top doing what he does and then um he started a podcast with another creator doing this type of stuff what he does on tip top but in in more in depth and then i've seen him where he's just grown so big gotten hate racist shit for being black and talking about the Marvel universe and talking about when when Cap when um uh Falcon and Winter Soldier, aka Captain America and Winter Soldier, when that was out and he was predicting, he was like, I predict this is gonna be about race and da-da-da-da-da-da. He got so much hate. Like he made a tip top where he was just like sad, like bummed, you know, that he was just like racist shit. And then when it turned out that it was about race. He was like, I told you. you da, da, da. I've seen him grow to a point where he gets promo packages from huge places. He got sent to Disneyland last month or two months ago on the house, hotel, da 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 da. He was at all the screenings. He was at Shang, uh, Shang-Chi screening. Like, you know what I'm saying? To see someone doing something that they love, just doing it for no other reason, just to share and to do it because they love it and they're passionate about it. To see the tip top help them grow. And he's like, I'm at these premieres. <laughs> they're sending me shit. And he's a father and a husband. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's beautiful. And he helps me so much. He's a pocket nerd that as soon as I watch, I'm like, what is he saying? Like, yes, I didn't know that. Oh, my God, of course. da 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 and then I'll I'll look for the other ones. There's a couple of other. Uh, there's like two more that I follow that um that kind of give you some insight as well, different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. I'm gonna have be you catching started, up. Have you started What If? What if? Yeah, that's the next thing that's on right now wow. on Marvel. It's the animated What If, so they change shit up. Oh yeah, I heard about that, but no, I haven't started watching that. I'm I still want to get back to Falcon and Winter Soldier. You haven't finished that? I haven't started it. How are you? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I know. How are you? That is not in the. You have I to know. go crawl a lot. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I know. I know. Oh no no no! I just like I know. It's like between sort of mental health world and like I work from probably 6 30 to like 5 30 every day and then I try to go on a walk or work out and then I get home and I cook dinner and I have like an hour to watch tv and then I'm like time to go to bed and do it all over again so I just and Ranger Ted's not into it but you watched Loki before you watched like you're going out I couldn't of order. I, I couldn't let I couldn't be spoiled by Loki. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I, I know. But I know I need to go back and watch. That's the next one. ASAP. ASAP. That's the next one. High priority. High priority. Might even I might even start today. I might even start today. Yeah. Um it's a he, Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And it's gym it's gym day for Ranger Ted. So, so you haven't it, started not one episode. Not not a single one. Wow. What I said could have been a spoiler. I thought you've seen it. No. Wow. For those of you who've seen it and heard what I said earlier, <laughs> you know that was a major spoiler. No, I just, I went right by it. Okay. All right. Well, good I mean, thing I didn't speak on it even more. Well, I, I've heard a few things about Winter Soldier. So, like, I kind of know, like, I think I was, I think I'm spoiled for the ending. But whatever. Well, you got to get on it ASAP. I know, I know. Please, please. I mean, (laughs) please go in order. 
don't skip it. It hurts my soul. Like it hurts my soul. So sorry. I know. It's really I should should be punished. <laughs> should go in order. Like should go in order. Like it's and um I just started uh what if because I had to wait for the bears. Papa Bear and Supernatural Bear. So we just we're gonna do it every Friday now, like we used to, like we do the other shows. But it just took us a while to get to that point. And they're only third, like 33, 20, 30 minutes. The okay. animation is gorgeous. The first one out the bat, I'm just like yes. Um, and I hear that the second or third one, tears for days. So I gotta, I gotta prep for that. Okay, okay, so yeah. yeah you, well, gotta, I... you can't start. What if? Until no, no, I, I totally. That's that's why I knew that I needed to wait on that one. So I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, something that I'm late to the game, but I've been loving, and I have so much to watch. So much to watch before season three comes out in like a week or something like that. Is what mm-hmm. we do in the shadows. Hmm. So you were already watching that? I we watched the first few episodes. Uh, uh, not your bag. Not my bag. Oh my god! I I, I I can't think of anything I've ever watched that I wanted to love more. Wow! Like, and I find it enjoyable. I just don't find it funny. Oh! oh. <laughs> stick stick through the heart. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's a, a, a lot of revelations here today. I know, I know, I know. It's like, I, I hate it when it comes up because people are like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I know, I... I... The, let's put this in the same column, the same group as not liking New Edition, not liking New Kids on the Block, not liking um, Michael McDonald's. I mean, you are... Sometimes I don't understand. I know. And you also, you skipping shit in the Marvel I, well, Universe. That's, as you know, that's very out of character for that me. That is out of character. So don't let it happen again. It, yeah, it was yeah. self-care. It was a certain thing. Yeah. We'll let it slide this time, T.I. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, God damn it. Because I was like annoyed how people loved this show. And I was like, I don't totally. think I like it. And I love vampires, but I was like, I don't know. I don't need another like uh, office type shit. I don't yeah. need that shit. Right. And I was like, no, it can't be that funny. And I was kind of knew who was involved, but not really aware because I could like, I was just like, whatever. And I was like, nah. And then I got into it. Maybe you're not in the zone. I don't know. And then Maybe I was I'm not like, in the zone. Maybe I'm not in not the zone. In, you're not ready for it. You're not open to it. And then finally, yeah. I was like, mm, I keep seeing this. I see, you know, it's coming. The new season's coming. I was like, let me give it a try. Because some people that I really trust their taste, like, love it. Right? And I watched it, and I was like, so fucking good. So fucking good. If you could only, only make it to the episode where they meet the High Council, that episode, that one is gold. Gold. <laughs> We might have got there. There is like the head, the head guy who came in from out of town and the then Baron. Something, and then something bad happened to him. Yeah. Did you see when they had to go meet everybody? No, I don't think so. so I you think made that... it that far in. See that episode and, and okay. see if that doesn't it tickles your fancy. OK, <laughs> because that episode, I was like, holy shit. The people that are in it alone. The guest mm-hmm. stars in that episode alone. Okay. But the humor and what the. It, it, so just give it, just do at least okay. that episode. I promise. Because at least that you know the storyline. Yeah. Okay. Do that one. Yeah. Please. I have, I have friends who love that show so much. It's like their whole reason for being. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a, it's, it's just fun. I feel like it's just a fun, you know, sometimes I, I, I can't do too many episodes in a row. It's mm-hmm. just like one or two here and then I do something else and then another day like that. But it's funny. It's funny. Um, one thing that's out that's new, that's brand new out in the scene. Same people. Uh, one of the same people that uh, is part of what we do in the shadows is Reservation Dogs. And that is created by Sterling Harjo and uh, Taika Waititi. Yeah, Waititi. Taika Waititi. Um, who are both indigenous, 
one from New Zealand and one from Oklahoma, and they start a reservation dog. It is my favorite fucking thing. It comes out on Mondays. Um, written, produced, shot, acted, indigenous, all indigenous. Life on the res, uh, this crew of four good friends uh, trying to raise money and any by any means necessary to get to California. The music's on point so much so that I, the first step I was like, what the fuck? Where's, what is that? And I, of course, I nerded out and I found the person. Her name is Tiffany Anders. She is not indigenous as far as I know. She, she's white. And uh, I reached out to her, started following her, and she told me the songs that I needed to know and what I needed to know. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Um, this, is, this is great. Partly also because I just looked it up. I see it's on Hulu. Um, I am like trying to wring every last thing I can out of Hulu before kicking it to the curb for a little while. Why? How much are you paying? Hmm, I don't know. Even if it's like $10, it's like that and HBO and Disney I, and Netflix. I only have Hulu because shout out to Ginger Snappers, a.k.a. Shane Jessup. He told me a while back of some like, get it? It has a commercial, the annoying little commercial, but I don't care for, um, it's like $1.99 a month. What? Yeah, that's how much I pay. $1.99 a month. They're specials. Oh, no, I need to go do that. I did find an I did find an HBO special that I need to go redeem for like three months free. <laughs> do that. Yeah, it's like for those of you who have AT and T, it was like go to wireless billing or something or paperless billing, and they I was like, discount. Oh, yeah, and and they give you like months? three months of, yeah. of HBO free. I was like, fuck yeah, I will. Okay, totally. Huh. Um, okay, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. And I'll check out one ninety nine. Yeah, you can't beat that. I'll take commercials you, from one ninety nine. You have been watching Nine Perfect Strangers. What is that? And is it good? Nine Perfect Strangers, David oh. E. Kelly, and um, what's her name? As always. Oh, her. What's her name? Uh, uh, not Nicole Kidman. Yes. Okay. So I couldn't think of her name. Um, back together again, as they always are. And they go, nine perfect strangers go to this retreat where they think they're going to be changed by relaxation and meditation. And turns out uh, it is not. Turns out that they've been curated and things start happening and I will not give it up. And Nicole is it Kidman. Good? It's interesting. I will keep watching it because I want to see what happens. I love that the cast is fantastic. Um, the cast is really, really good. And I don't know. It's just interesting. I don't know what's happening. She looks crazy like she always does, but she's meant to look even more crazier um, with her face and her hair and nakedness and stuff um i don't know it's interesting i i'd say give it a give it a gander hmm. okay i will do that it comes out once a week so it keeps escalating like melissa mccarthy is in it like it's so many different types of people in it and you're just like what well, how does this even make sense well as you're describing it it reminds me a little bit of white lotus on HBO, which I yeah. watched the first few episodes of and kind of bailed out on because all of the people suck and I'm kind, of, I'm kind of tired. Don't you think so? No, I like love it? that show. I loved all the yeah. people. I, I love the cast. I hated like 90% of the people. And I was like, all of these terrible people, like I just, I can't watch them in their terrible lives. I forgot about White Lotus. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Perfect to go from White Lotus into this. Yeah, but it, okay. it's not, it's not, I get, I don't know. I don't think it's similar in any, in any way. I think the, the only way it is similar is that like, you know, something's going to happen. You don't know what, just like, especially with White Lotus, I think the music, uh huh. you know, it kept um, being stressful from day one. Like you knew you knew someone died, right? Because they show you in the first episode, somebody's going out, but you're like, okay, so who, which one of these people? Um, and you don't know. And then just keeps like escalating, escalating. And then you see 
um, well, yeah, it's like you know, rich people, white people, privilege. You know, from the opening scene that somebody's going to die, and I was my only disappointment was that all of them didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that an option after three episodes? <laughs> no, I love that show. I loved it. And I know it got a lot of flack and this and that, but I don't, I don't know. I loved no, it. I, I, I loved what it was saying and what it was doing and it made me stress out, but I watched it. Um, okay. What else? Um, I, I finally watched the bodyguard starring the King in the North. Uh, I was like Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner. No, the British TV series uh, with Rob Stark. Yeah. And um what is that on? Uh Netflix. Have you okay. seen it? No. Oh, it's great. I have Watch. no desire. And I have no desire. Why? I don't know. He he irks me outside of Game of Thrones for some reason. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Huh. I um I really liked him and I really liked it and it reminded me of something else that now I'm blanking on that like what you know it reminded me of Mayor of East Town mm. in that every episode I was like oh it's totally Professor Plum in the <laughs> library with the with the noose yeah and then after the next one like ten you know twenty minutes later you're like oh it's Scarlet in the kitchen with the axe. And it's like every 20 minutes you're like, no, no, it's totally this. Per- it's totally that person. It's totally fake. It's totally real. Like you, it takes you on a, on a real journey. And um, I think that he is not supposed to be entirely likable. Mm. So I don't know, maybe that would work for you. But mm. if anybody is in the mood for kind of a terrorism thriller, um, part one, The Bodyguard, Netflix, Rob Stark, King of the North, really good how many episodes um, six or something you know like bbc short um yeah. and it was like a huge sensation in england it was like the number one tv show of the year i think mm. two years ago maybe um and so we finally watched that and then after that we were like man that was like that felt that felt good and so we hunted around and we found something else um Shay lefunk suggested okay and it's a israeli show called fauda F-A-U-D-A. Okay. It is, um, it is a thriller with some, like, special forces, uh, Israeli guys hunting down a Palestinian bomber and sort of terrorist mastermind. Mm. And, um... It's really, um, like, there's definitely good guys and bad guys, like, but it definitely also does a good job of showing, like, sort of the perpetual cycle of, like, one side kills somebody on the other side, and then that side kills somebody on this side, and then those people get mad and kill somebody on this side, and how it's just its own self-perpetuating cycle of, like... You know, and and it kind of takes a clear eyed look like some of it's pretty, pretty like cruel and like torture and stuff like that. And you see them do terrible things to people mm-hmm. and you're like, but well, these are the supposed to be the good guys. And then, you know, the bad guys do it. And you're like, well, I kind of understand why they're doing it, because the good guys did it to the quote unquote bad guys. And it's like and then it's like, who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? Nobody's a good guy. Everybody's a bad guy. Fuck. But it's a really good thriller. It's subtitles. Um, it is dubbed in English. Wah, wah. <laughs> um, but they do have Hebrew with subtitles. And it's probably like 25 minute episodes. Um, Action packed. Really interesting cast. Um, it, yeah, we've really been digging it. I think that there's three seasons. We have finished season one. And that's been like a good, like escapist thriller edge of your seat kind of like it's definitely one of those ones that when it ends it's like mm, okay it's bedtime but let's watch like 10 minutes of the next episode just to see what happens wow. so it's it's one of those it's really good i highly recommend it fauda which means riot and uh it's also a really interesting look at like what life is like for people um much of it takes place in ramallah and like what life is like for people there and you know i mean for all i know it's not what it's like at all but it seems pretty realistic and it's really interesting and cool i recommend fauda fauda okay yes but you got to pay attention because it's subtitles you know one of those yeah you have to have be yeah have the bandwidth and the time yeah and then 
you've been in in also in serious drama. You've been watching. Fuck boy, I finished. <laughs> I, I, so so you know, Ti is the leader of the postcard bitches, and so we discuss things. We always ask each other. Po- we do politics stuff, COVID stuff, pop culture, pop culture stuff, and so. When we, I don't think you know this, there's, we have an offshoot of three of us from Postcard Bitches that we watched Fuckboy on HBO Max. The fucking subgroup. Who's the third person? Carrie. It was me, Uh, Carrie, and Sean. Shout out to the ladies. uh And we started texting about it because we're like, no one else in the group watches this shit. So let's text about it. And then... The last three episodes we watched live together. <laughs> well, not live. I mean, they were sure, sure. pre-recorded, but we yeah, watched. Yeah. We're like, "Fuck it, let's do the next one." Fuck it, and we're just like texting live. It was amazing. <laughs> um, great. I did not only- realize there was a splinter group. Yeah, yeah, splinter group, and it's it's something to watch that is stupid and dumb. And the only reason why I wanted to watch it, or the only reason why I even knew about it was because a fuck boy that I follow on TikTok, his name is Korean Poppy, um, who I knew was a fuck boy. And in the show, it's interesting. It's funny. You're just like, these girls are dumb as fuck. And the twists and turns, it's ridiculous. And we loved it. So there it is. That's all. That's my confession. Okay. That's okay. That's your confession. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I think a little bit of trash TV is good every now and then. Yeah, it, it helps the soul. It does. Um, we've also watched a few movies. We watched um we watched The Invisible Man that came out a couple years ago with Elizabeth 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 Moss. Oh, how was that? I remember that coming up. I didn't watch it. I was in the mood for some I was like, let's watch like something kind of scary, but not super scary. And um, I thought it was pretty good. Ranger Ted's like, this isn't scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought it was, I thought it was um, pretty good and well done and kind of hit the spot for me. Um, but, you know, when I'm, I don't know that I would go so far as to say I would recommend it. Oh, um, we went to um, the little movie theater here opened up for like a month. And we went and saw... And we're the only people in the theater to see the Anthony Bourdain documentary, mm. which I thought was, I mean, it was really good to see Anthony Bourdain. And that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but I had kind of mixed feelings about the doc and I wanted somebody to talk about it with. And I think that you ended up seeing it. Yeah, I watched it. I remember you said you saw it in the theater and I was like, I don't know, do I pay the 19, like, you know, the 1999 to watch it at home? And then um, my good friend, Alisa, Milady Emis, she was on, she she met um, Anthony Bourdain when, during the time when all the last shit was happening, she was on his show, her and her friend, and they had a gorgeous vignette of her running because they do the Boyle Heights Bridge Runner, Sixth Street Runners, mm-hmm. the Boyle Heights Bridge Runners. And so she was like, if you're a fan of Anthony, you should pay the money and watch it like i think you'll you know it'll be worth it okay okay so i did um and then we discussed it her and i just we discussed it um and i don't know i mean you could edit anything a certain way but i think the way they edited it it seemed genuine and true it feels like they were blaming but then People came on and said, ultimately, he did what he did. But I feel like she, that situation contributed um, in some way, the way they showed, presented it to us. And I feel that it seemed to me that it was a genuine thought of the group, of his OG group, that saw how things changed during that time. And it was the beginning of the end. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I thought that, I mean, a a lot of people thought that it really um, demonized Asia and um, painted her out to be the like, you know, harpy that drove him to his death. And um, I do wish that she had been 
on the documentary or if they had reached out to her and she had declined, like I would have liked that piece of information or did they just not want to talk to her? Like I was a little mystified, like why is she not here? Um, but also like, I feel like, I don't know if you can hear the train going by. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm not a fan of hers particularly. And I do feel like obviously whatever sort of super intense thing was going on with them was, and it's not, I'm not saying it's her fault, but whatever their relationship was certainly was driving him around a bend. And I feel like, you know, maybe had she played it differently, would he have not killed himself? Maybe. 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 Would he have done it a, a year later? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like they did a good job of showing that it was multiple factors, including that, like the uh-huh. fact that he was no longer married, living with his daughter, his wife, his ex-wife and his daughter. Um, he, he, he realized that, you know, he couldn't be the person that could stay home and just do that, that he, you know, he found a kindred spirit with Homeboy, the musician, the ginger that I love, and I can't think of his yes, name. Yes, Josh right Homie. Josh Homie, yes. And that where they, you know, they love to leave. They love to come home and vice versa. And I yeah. feel like he was grappling with that. And he'd been doing it for such a long time. I think it was multiple things just converging at one time, you know. Yeah. Take one one aspect out, one one factor out. Does it change it? Maybe. Well, and I think like he was, he obviously had an addictive personality and was an addict on many levels. Um, And I also was like, you know, had he gone through like a true recovery program, like would he always have been searching for that one thing to like become obsessed with and immerse himself in? I don't know. We don't know. And. Yeah, like the whole thing was sad, but the people that they did interview, I thought were, it was a great group of people to interview. Um, Yeah, the interviews were great. Oh, just a heartbreaker with Eric Repair. And he was like, I don't talk about that day. And it's like, oh, because I think he was the one who found him. I think he was. Like, oh. So, yeah, but, and, and the other thing that I thought was really funny, and I think it must be because it's a CNN production, is there was nothing about no reservations. Mm. It skipped over like 12 years of his career. Mm. It went straight from like that one show that he did. I forget what it was called with the, the first one that they did that I think was like, I don't know, food channel or something. And then he did no reservations for like a decade. And then they went right into whatever the CNN one, the most recent one was called. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was a CNN movie. They were like the producers and probably fundraisers or probably the, the money behind it. Yeah. But I was like, it's so strange that we just didn't talk about this like decade of his life. Yeah. So that seemed kind of strange, but yeah, it was, it was an interesting, it was just, it was really good to see him and some of that stuff. So it was nice to revisit, nice to revisit and also sad. Yeah. And it's also great that they had the, that beginning footage. If you listened, go, if you listen to, um, David Chang's podcast, uh, David Chang has the director who's also good friends who also does shows with David Chang and he they're on there and they're talking about it and they give a lot of good insight of the making of it the behind the scenes how they had all that footage stuff like that so that's a great listen uh, I listened to that before I saw the movie hmm. and it helped with some insight um, and I think it'd be great after you watch the movie to see that episode to hear that episode um uh what else ti on your end um well i can say that last night i watched sas rise of the black swan it was a like straight to netflix style movie with um jamie from outlander sam sam hua sam hugh something like that and um and then there was another guy that drove me nuts the entire time trying to figure out who the fuck he was. And it's the, um, it's, he was number one on the Umbrella Academy. Oh. Like the, the gorilla, gorilla kid. Yeah. 
And um, and then it had Ruby Rose, who oh. I like, although she feels a little one trick pony. She was good. She chewed some some scenery. Um, but it was it was a um, absolutely um, meaningless and ridiculous uh, action movie, which if that's your thing, go for it. <laughs> the end. What about you? Uh, yesterday I watched uh, Respect. The Aretha oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let me just say this, guys. I don't I have a feeling I keep hearing it. I think you, there's a lot of of my back end sound on TIs. <laughs> I've been hearing it throughout the episode. So just a little oh. sorry for that. Um, I watched. So I'm trying to talk low now so it doesn't re- go back to you. Um, I saw it. I watched it last night and. Jennifer Hudson kills it. She kills it. But just like the Billie Holiday movie that came out last year, um, where I think Andre Day, she kills it. The movie wasn't that great. The pacing was slow. The the soundtrack, the score, it, it wasn't as bad as the Billie Holiday movie. But um, I was hoping for more. Mm-hmm. But Jennifer. Hudson did do an amazing job. I listened to, you know, Mark Maron's in it. And I listened to Lisa Tommy, who was the director. And this is her first feature film. She's done like um, Broadway and stuff like that. And I listened to her interview. So I was like super excited to watch it. I feel like Jennifer Hudson is for sure going to get nominated. Mm-hmm. But mm, twenty dollars? No, I just wish it was better. Okay, I hate it when you just wish something was better. Yeah, it's such a feeling. There's some awesome moments and some awesome shots, but it wasn't like throughout. It wasn't consistent, and it took a long time. And I saw it in two settings, two sittings, because I was like, "Yo." Mm-hmm. So, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. You want it to be better than it is. Yeah, and listening to her to her interview, the director she said that they had the first cut was like five hours. Mm-hmm. So she had a lot to work with. Wow, it, it got cut down to two something, I think. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, I know. I, yeah, I know. I've watched other movies, but I can't think of them. It's been a, it's been a minute. I'm debating whether. Today or sometime soon, I pay nineteen ninety nine to watch the Green Knight. I have heard that it is um really good and thought provoking and interesting. Um, but I have also heard that it is really obscure, art housey, whatever. Mm, yeah, see, I don't know. So I need someone within like one degree that I trust to be like, Oh my God, it's amazing to maybe, maybe help me, you know, pull the trigger. I do have one thing that we tried to watch that I just have to bring up because it's so funny. Um, have you heard of Annette? Yes. (laughs) We made it. Yes. That's a rooster in the background. If anyone can hear that, we made it about 10 minutes through it. And I was like, no, done i heard from a good friend that she wouldn't recommend it to anybody but that she was about to her and her husband were about to give up this was just yesterday she's like we were about to give up but we we soldiered on and the payoff is worth it but i don't know if i would recommend it to anybody to watch I've heard that the second half of it is, um, I heard it described as a, um, like a Tales from the Crypt episode. And I was like, I wish, in some ways, I wish that I had stuck it out that long, but I'm also done. Done. Like, they, the first musical number, it is a musical. The first musical number is um, Marianne Cotillard and Adam Driver, and they are together and they are in love and they are riding on a motorcycle, frolicking on a beach, having sex, taking a shower. And the reason that you know that, that they're in love is they sing a song 
And the song is over and over again. We are so in love. We are so in love. We are so in love. And it went on for like four minutes. And I was like, I'm fucking done. I don't think oh my God. I don't, I don't, I can't think of the last time something enraged me quite as much as the first 10 minutes of this movie. (laughs) And that's where my mic went out, folks. She continues, T.I. continues to talk about the movie and how awful it was and the director and what he directed in the past and stuff like that. And then we get on into a couple of things and then we say our, our normal peace outs and that we will try to be a little bit more consistent so you don't have to wait another whatever months to hear us. Thanks again for listening. Hope to see you back here in a week or so. And uh, T.I. and I... We'll we'll try to make it happen. Peace out, nerds.